With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Recorded live. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to Political Straight Talk. I am your host, the political superman, The Time. 1022 on the East Coast, 722 on the Left Coast, and there is lots of news this week. We have earthquakes. We have hurricanes. We have, well, the end of the world in about 24 hours. We have a dam that's going to burst. rapture. We're going to have a dam that busts in Puerto Rico. We have UConn's coach, Ariyama, agreeing to go unpaid to help the budget crisis with the University of Connecticut. We have teachers sleeping with students. We have students ratting out teachers. We have all kinds of stuff going on. We have the NFL. Players not happy. Boo-hoo-wah. We have basketball players that just can't play back-to-back games. It's too stressful on their lives. That Uh-oh. and much more on this um, episode yeah. of Political Straight Talk. So, how is everybody this evening? I'm doing fine, man. I'm great. I'm doing okay. It's a little uh-huh. later here, but it's it's good. Well, if deal if if Jill if deal if Jill the deal dozes. <laughs> It's okay, as long as you don't start snoring. Then we'll have to mute her. Mute away. Okay. Oh, I usually mute myself anyway. <laughs> I mosey around and do things. Yeah, I you are know, while you're jabbering. Did you go and listen to the recording last night? I did. And? A-C-T-S. Yeah, I thought it was pretty good. Not a bad acronym. Oh, uh, no. Works I, out pretty good. I did get some comments on people that evidently don't realize I have a serious side. <laughs> oh, really? Interesting. <laughs> All right. So, they don't we, know you well then, do they? We have heard that John McCain has uh has decided to vote no on the health care bill. What an asshole. And uh, <coughs> Rand Paul's not backing down either. He says that uh, it has nothing to do with the bill and everything to do with the CBO numbers, but it has everything to do with the bill and Bullshit. nothing to do with the CBO numbers. And uh, I think it's uh, I think it's high time that Tumor Ted gets gone. Excuse me. I said it's high time that Tumor Ted gets gone. Because who are you talking about? Who has the brain tumor? John McCain. Right. Okay. Okay. That would be... Well, you said Tumor Ted, and I'm just clarifying. Okay, for the record. 
So don't get don't get butt hurt over <laughs> Ted <laughs> Cruz. Nobody, just nobody has mentioned That's Ted all. Cruz. Nobody has mentioned Ted Cruz in this call. I'm pretty sure he'll come up. Oh, I don't know. But, I doubt it. I haven't read a whole lot of his stuff this week. Oh, I've been too busy. Anyway, so. I think I, I heard about that. Heard about what? I heard that it was on. It was on Fox News earlier. The five were talking about it. With how Jill has not been reading up about Ted. <laughs> well, I was. If you're talking about he was on Fox News earlier, I was out earlier. I had, went out to dinner this evening, so I wasn't oh. home to watch Fox. I think it was Jesse. Jesse Waters brought it up. Jesse Waters. He said, oh. "There's some woman in Indiana." that has been reading up on Ted Cruz lately. And <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Instead of where in the world is Carmen San Diego, where in the world is Ted Cruz? Hey, guess guess what I heard? Guess who I heard is going to maybe run for governor? Or not governor, mayor of a state or a, of a city. It would be kind of hard since we don't have mayors of states. But I know. I'm sorry. I'm tired. Mayor of a city. Guess who's going to run for a mayor mayoral per, uh, position? Who? Obama. I'll give you three guesses, and the first two don't count. <laughs> oh, he's an unlikely character, that's for sure. But, you know, would be the first one? It's a celebrity, I'll tell you that much. Give us a clue. He wrestled. What? If you're talking about Kane, he's running for mayor of Knoxville. No, no, I'm not. But if he is, that's really something. This was Kane. Hulk Kane Hogan. Well, um, Hogan would Hulk probably Hogan. win. They they showed it on on the news today, earlier in the day. But he's got the same issue that Kane's going to have. Well, Kane's a little different because Kane's an insurance salesman in Nashville, okay. or in Knox in Knoxville, and so Kane. Um, most people know him by his real name anyway. And he's a well-liked guy in Knoxville. He's out against the mayor currently in Knoxville. I mean, he is blasting her at every turn. And his numbers, I mean, he leads in the poll right now, so good for him. Hulk Hogan's issue is going to be he can't use the name Hulk Hogan. No, I know. Because, because that's not his name. And I know. And so people aren't going to necessarily vote for Terry Belia because they're not going to recognize the name. Um, again, he's Kid Rock, same problem. What they need to do is change their, edit their name, get their name changed, and put their stage name as their middle name. That way it can go on the ballot. Much like Ted Cruz did. He went in legally, got his name changed so that it could go on the ballot. So. Uh, Who was it? Larry Lipschitz? No. Jeb had to do the same thing. His middle name is Theodore, I think, and that's. So he went by Ted all of his life. Yeah. He did go by Ted, but you have to go by the legal name. So they went legally shortened the name so it could be Ted. Uh, same with Jeb. Jeb had to go in and change, fix his name. Yeah. So that it would not be John, John Ellis Bush instead of Jeb Bush. So. What a good that did him. Um, if you're talking about running for president, it didn't. If you're talking about his very successful terms as governor of the state of Florida, it seemed to work quite well for him. Yeah, and he left the state. He left the state of Florida in great fiscal shape and great economic shape for the idiots that followed him. 
Well, I surely wish that they would get it together in Washington because they're not talking about leaving it in great fiscal shape now. They just keep talking about raising the debt ceiling, and frankly, I'm getting sick and tired of it. Well, we got. I know a whole lot of other people that are too. And I'm gonna tell you right now. I'm just gonna tell y'all. I'm gonna tell y'all right now. And and, you know, certain family members of mine probably aren't gonna like this, but if Jeb Bush tells me he wants to run again, I'm gonna go help him, and I'm gonna make him a candidate, and I will get him to the finish line, and I will uh, give the proverbial finger to a lot of people. Is he the greatest person? No. Mm -hmm. But I can tell you right now that had he been represented differently uh, in his first run. But if he's not the greatest person, if he's not the one that should be president, then why would you want to do that? Because of the seventeen standing well, on that stage, he was you. the seventeen standing on that stage. He was the most knowledgeable in the areas that we need, and he's got one thing that none of the other have yeah. on that stage. Yeah. He has a brother and a father that's been president, and know how it's done, and can surround himself with a team of people, as Trump <laughs> should have done, that could no. help get things done. I think the problem you're going to have with that period is that people are, they don't want to, they're just, they don't, it, the family deal is a problem for a lot of people. I'll bet you, i tell you what, if that happens, I'll, I'll, I'll bet you a steak dinner that people will believe what I damn well tell them to believe, and they'll go to the polls and vote on what I tell them to believe. I guarantee it. I will, I will stake money on it. After the way it's been. Okay, whether, okay, you're yeah. going to tell them what to believe. That you're means exactly right. that you're implying that whether it's whether it's real or not. I'm telling you that as a political strategist, my job is to sell the message, and I can do it. I did it quite successfully in 2004 when nobody felt that it was going to be a victory by the Bush campaign. We did it, mm-hmm. and I led the 12 people that went out to the states and found the party chairman, found the state chairman, sold the message to the states and to the counties. And if you go look, you'll find that my 10 states not only had the highest number of Republican votes, but we had the highest number in Democratic-controlled areas that had ever been done. And that's even including Ronald Reagan. You know why people vote the way they do? They don't vote the way they do because they have convictions. They vote vote the way they do because Mm -hmm. people like me tell them how to vote. Right. People don't drink the sand. That's like Conway. No, that might be the way it's done. People but don't I don't, drink the I mean, I, you know, I just Jill? hope that the character lives up to it. That's all That's all I'm saying. This is, this you is know, we deal. need to have somebody in there, People, some people in there that have decent character. The crap people? we've got up there right now is horrible. These people don't give a rip about the United States the citizens. Not a rip. So they are so Here's, a, here's a question. Jill. Here's a question. Oh, I am. You can daggone well bet. I have voted Republican, and I'm sick and tired of those rhinos up there that some states keep putting back in and putting back in and putting back in when there's good, qualified people, conservatives. So that are running who, are against you, who are you to tell the state of Tennessee that the two people we send to the Senate and the nine people we send to Congress that we don't know who we're sending? Just like who are we, as Tennesseans and far superior individuals, uh, tell Indiana that they messed up by sending their two senators 
and how many of her representatives they have. Um, That's and my point. You said what about John McCain? Okay. No. I said it about John McCain, and I stand by what I said. Yeah, but my and point Lindsey being, Graham is another one. Okay, I don't disagree. And Paul Ryan is another one. But, but and Mitch the McConnell issue is, is another one. The issue They're is, They're all Jill. losers Jill. that chase after money, and that's it. So are you saying that the people of South Carolina can't choose to send who they want there? No, I'm saying let them choose whoever they want. But it would be nice if they started looking in the mirror and trying to figure out somebody that tells the truth instead of tells them one thing and then goes to work so, and does something else. So That's what me, I'm saying. Let me throw this out there, and then we're moving on with the call. Okay. So let's say that we come to you and we say, okay, Jill, there's 535 people in the Round Dome up there on Capitol Hill. And in order to drain the swamp, as it were, there is an entire new group of 535 individuals from across this nation that's ready to take over. But you, Jill, have to get rid of all 535. Would you get rid of all 535? You can't. I'm saying in a perfect world, if if we had a situation like Designated Survivor and you had an opportunity to I would to sit say, down and have a nice conversation with each one of them, and then I would make my decision. Nope, that's not how it works. You either get rid of all 535 I understand that, but you're telling me, wait a minute, you're not. You're making up rules as you go along. You're exactly right. I am. Well, that, but that's and not going to work. I'm saying if you want to drain the swamp, and if you want to make the changes, and everybody I want in Washington, the people that are elected people in Washington to abide by the Constitution. Your statement was that all people in Washington were bad, and they need to be removed. So I'm saying to you, if you have the opportunity to remove all 535 people, but it's an all-or-nothing deal, would you remove all 535 people? Do that. You can't do that. That's a blanket generalization that I'm not going to even address. And I know why you're not going to address it, and that's the point. You truly don't want to drain the swamp. You just want to drain the people you don't like. And that makes you no different than the liberals. Oh, really? That's exactly right. So, okay, so you don't think that we should work to try to see people be replaced that are not up there doing their jobs effectively? There's 535 people on that hill right now that's not doing their job. And I'll cherry-pick every last one of them and tell you how each one of them's not doing their job. We can go alphabetical, or we can start with Texas, whichever one you want to do. But I can tell you what all of them aren't doing. Well, then and why don't you problem. run? If you know so daggone much, why don't you run? Because I don't need to run. I'm smart enough to put people in there that'll do what needs to be done. But I that's not that's not okay. Smart okay. People, that, that's fine. Listen, that's fine. If that's what like you're me, gonna, if that's what you're setting out to do, that's fine. You're like saying me don't I problems. will go and elect and help elect people that will go to Washington and and get w- done what's supposed to be done. Fine. More power there to you. Been, 
There I has want been them no to person. abide by the Constitution. Obama didn't. They're a lawless group of people that need to be gone. Anyone that was associated with the Obama administration is should be out of there. Out of there. The Republicans let him do what he wanted to. That's not Obama's fault. If, I know. If if wait a minute. I know they did. I'm not saying anything about it. I'm not saying that the DOP wasn't at fault, Tammy. I'm not saying that. I know. I saw them sit there and 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 just make their smirky faces. I see how they do. If you truly want to change the culture in Washington, you do it in three ways. Okay. And to follow up on your point, before I give you the three ways, why don't I run for office? Because I'm more effective behind the scenes than putting other people in office. I'm more effective teaching people how to work around the demagoguery. How do you know that you haven't done it? Because I have done it. I have a 14-3 and three success record on the federal level. I'm, 13, I'm talking or, about excuse, you haven't run I'm 11 for office zero. yourself. I don't, want, I don't want to run for office. I was given an okay. opportunity and I told them no. Because my hands are tied if I'm an office holder. If I'm not an office holder, my hands aren't tied. Okay. Well, that's fine. I'm 11-0 in federal races, Jill. I know what I'm doing. And when I say that I can get I'm people to Congress, I'm not questioning that. Can't. What I'm questioning is, is that we, is that this country, the way the election process works, is everybody's chasing the money, everybody's chasing the almighty dollar, and so that is the are problem. Are you saying that they do it during the election and they do it after the election? They don't. Why is the money the problem? Just because they won. Why, why is the money the problem? Why because is the money the if you think about it, the money that they spend on one convention, just one, think about how much that is. How much money you ever donated to a campaign, Jill? I have donated to campaigns. Okay. Approximately how much over the lifetime? That's that's just, my business. I don't, I'm not putting that, that information out there. Does anybody else I, care to that's mention my business. how much they've donated to campaigns? If not, I'll be willing to that's put my seven dollars. I've probably donated over on this last one um, between a hundred and two hundred. Okay, I've donated from when I first started in politics to the last contribution I made about six thousand dollars. Okay, and you know what was interesting about that? And the individual American contributions are fine. I don't have Do, a problem hang on, with that. Hang on, I gave that money. Primarily the campaigns. There was a thousand dollar contribution I made to a PAC, um, the Family Freedom PAC. I made a thousand dollar contribution to. Now, guess what? It's my money, and I chose to make it that way. Now, and I know others that have a lot more than me that spend six and seven figures. And they're on controlling Washington. a lot of what goes on in Washington. They Boom. have a right There's to your spend fact. their money. They have a right because they're they have wealthy a, to control they have a what right. goes on in our country. That is not what I said, Jill. What I Probably said. Probably a good thing, too, because that's where I have a real hard time. I don't understand the vast amount of monies that have to be used in order to run an effective campaign. Okay. I am well, sure I tell you what. that the I'll early elections did not do that. Hold on. Hold on. No, they didn't, actually. But they didn't have the massive area to cover. They didn't have audio visual. They didn't have. No, they didn't. Early they didn't have the country didn't. to cover? No. 
in early elections there were 13 colonies. Okay, I'm well, I'm not talking about um You said early campaign. Well, yeah, early elections, but I wasn't talking about George Washington or the first five presidents. Well, they ran campaigns. I know so they let's, did. Let's talk about campaigns. Let's talk about money and campaigns. So when you run a campaign, the one of the first things you do is you hire somebody to help assemble all that, generally a campaign manager. Okay? On a federal race, on a federal race, the bare minimum that gets charged on a federal campaign by a good campaign manager is generally about 5000 a month. Okay? That's just for the guy heading everything up. And that's not counting. We're not talking presidential. We're going to talk senatorial or governor. Okay? Now, generally about five grand a month. And there's more of Chip Salsman, some of the others, they charge more. Okay? Now, you need a fundraiser, someone to go in, coordinate raising funds because it takes money to run these campaigns just for the campaign manager. Okay? That's $60,000 a year, not counting the benefits and the per diems that they get because they travel so much. You factor that in, you're looking at about seventy three, seventy four thousand dollars $74,000 for a year. Most campaigns are a year and a half, so you're looking at a little over $100,000 just for one guy or gal. Then you've got press people. Then you've got people that handle the websites. The candidate can't do all of this stuff. So it does take money to run a campaign. The larger area that your campaign covers, the more money it takes. Does it take a billion dollars to run a presidential? No. Okay, Obama was the first president to raise a billion. Donald Trump was the second. Now, the money, the Supreme Court has ruled that corporations, which are, and this is your key right here, for everybody listening to this program, this is the key. Corporations are exactly that, corporations. They are individual entities in the eyes of the law. According to the IRS, an incorporated business is its own entity. Anybody care to disagree with that statement? Didn't think so. So if that corporation chooses to donate money under okay, the eyes of the law. that's they should draw the line. Under the eyes of the law. I don't care if it's an individual. No, bull crap. They you know, should not I'm, be allowed to donate big industry don't making donations. If people want to do it that are involved on the board or the whatever, fine, have at it. Make your personal donations. Not part of the corporation. Why that's not? The wrong. Corporation. It's wrong. It's wrong. Because then you've got corporate America that's running America. They have every right to donate money if they, they want They don't to. have every right to completely take over the country. And that's Cor- what you are not listening. That's what's happening. According to the uh, IRS, which designates them as an individual entity in the Supreme Court that held individual entities, including John Q. people like me and you, yeah, can make contributions. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure. It's right there. It was there. The ruling came down. I hear you bitch about the ruling. I don't think it was right, but that's not the first time I've disagreed with the Supreme Court. I didn't agree on gay marriage either. The point being is that until you change the law, taking away the entity status of the corporations, then the law is the law. If you don't like it, well, I think I have just made up my mind what I want to work work on and work towards. You've got yours. I've got mine. 
If you don't you like know, it, if the change. gays can work real hard to change laws, then guess what? So can this gal. There you go. If if you want to change the law about corporate donations, I support it. Well, that's just the tip of the iceberg. I think it's a great idea. But I don't want to hear people griping about changing things. And you put out there, if you're going to change the current culture that sets up there on that hill, the way to change yeah. it is and all let's of Let's start having public servants for a change instead all of, of these, go. these highfalutin elite jerks who think that, well, th- that they walk on water. That's what I'm sick and tired of. Well, let's because talk about when that. You, when you hand them something that affects your personal body, like your health care, to have control over, you got real problems. This country is in bad, bad shape. And I don't think the vast majority of Americans realize how bad it is. Well, then it's our job as voters and people that do follow it to educate them. How many people did you call this week and encourage to register? How many people did I post to that were liberals that were going on and on about Bernie's single payer? That's Let's not talk what I about asked. that. I don't have to pick up the phone and make phone calls. I did that for a living. There you go. And therein lies the problem. I can work because on if, no, no. If time you out. think that I can work on social you, media and post way faster than I can dial the phone. You can play on Facebook and people don't see them and they don't look at them and they don't care. And you post it on liberals' walls, they block you, or they fix it to where they don't get notifications from you and they don't ever see your post. Okay. And that's not what I do, but that's okay. You can paint okay. whatever picture you want. I, I, I don't want to argue. I didn't get on I'm the just phone saying to argue. I'm that simply if you want, saying how I feel and what I think. If you want a direct link to change things, then you have to make direct contact with people. That's how it works. That's how it's always worked. And it's how it's always going to work. You want to change minds, you knock doors. You want to change minds, you make phone calls. You want to change minds? Oh, I'm okay. going to start. I'm tra- changing minds, all right. I'm going to the Republican conference and dinner that we're having here next month. Did you pay for a ticket? Yep. Congratulations. You just helped support the Republican Party. That's all right, because I lean way right, and you ought to know that by now. <laughs> I'm not saying you don't. But I'm, I'm still a registered saying. independent. I leave my options open. There are I don't believe no, in buying into. Here's, here's another a thing. I'm just going to go ahead and tell any everybody. Kind of party. Um, I'm just going to go ahead and tell everybody else this too. There is no such thing in this country as an independent. Doesn't exist. You can claim it all day long, but there is no such thing as an independent. And I wish that you guys could see all of you. I wish you all could see this little thing called voter vault that the Republicans have. They they have two systems. The Republicans have Voter Vault. The Democrats have Emily's List. Okay? Voter Vault is the Republicans' voter uh, voter system where they have every voter in the United States, every state, every district, every zone, down to street by street, and what every individual believes. And if you think well, that is that's okay, not, that's fine. They can, they can think, say that, but, you know, they don't, they're not mind readers. They can look at my voting history, and they can come to all the conclusions they want to, but that doesn't mean squat. 
Because when it comes right down to it, whenever the election happens and I see those people that are running, I listen to each and every word that they say, and then I make my decision. And I vote for the person that I think will do the best job, not the party that they represent. And I bet as a strategist, I could, at the next election in the state of Indiana, I can look at every candidate, and I can tell you. So look me up. You'll find out I haven't always voted Republican. Based solely on. Can I finish a sentence? Based solely on voter vault. Based solely on the information listed in voter vault. I can correctly predict every person you will vote for in the next election. Guarantee it. Based solely on the information in voter vault. Nothing that I know outside of voter vault, using only the information in voter vault, I can correctly predict who you will vote for in every race on that ticket. And that goes for anybody on this call that's a registered voter. I can correctly predict who you're going to vote for in any race in your state. Well, in in the state of Indiana, it is an open state. Therefore, we don't have to declare a party, period. We can declare ourselves an independent voter, and I am ready. Which would would make it even the more fun when I prove that I'm right. See, this is what people don't understand. You think that these parties don't know everybody's habits. They do. If you don't think that they don't know everybody's political leaning on every issue from dog catcher to president of the United States, they do. They do, and you give information you don't realize you're given. People have no idea. Oh, believe me, I am fully aware that Big Brother has had a lot of information that they don't deserve. We have the right to privacy in this country, don't we? Do if you choose to. That's what I want to ask you about. Can I ask you? Of course you can ask questions. I got on Facebook last night. Mm-hmm. As I usually do, and it asked me. He said, "Were you just recently at Walmart?" Yes. Well, yeah, I was. Mm-hmm. I was doing food shopping. How you remember sending? To know that because you, you sent me a message. Your phone. You sent me a message through Facebook Did Messenger I do what? that. Yes, I did. You sent me a message in Messenger that says, hey, I've got to go to Walmart. I might be a little late. Well, guess what? Yeah. There is not, a only that, not only that, if you have your direction or uh, not direction, uh, what is it? GPS. Your locator. Your locator. Your if you have your locator room, it'll tell you that because I uh, it does the same thing, and it's the same. It's the same thing. How they watch the traffic, and they can tell you how traffic is stacking up in some areas. They follow you where you're going. That's right. That, that little phone is a G. I don't like that. Remember what I, I said about like turning that, that stuff off. Because that little phone's a GPS of the CPAP thing. So. Oh yeah, yeah. I don't have well, my computer turned on. I won't. On. All right. Oh, I've, so. I've already got an email from a hotel that we were talking about going to in Gatlinburg. Yep. Yeah. I, mm. I, but I think I've changed my mind, and I may go to Branson. 
Well, you'll be getting emails from Branson coming up. Yeah, let's we'll see. We'll, we'll talk next time we talk. I'll tell you. I'll tell you uh, how long it took him to send me something. Okay, oh, yeah. so this is, and we're going to get back on topic with the program, but we are going to be doing for those of you that are interested um, a couple of things. One on Tuesday nights, we do Ragtag Patriots at uh, 9 p.m. Eastern, one four two one two seven. Here on TalkShoe, we will be migrating over uh, by the end of the year to free conference call. We'll give everybody plenty of advance from the ragtag perspective. Uh, But we're going to be doing two things on ragtag, probably November, December, January. Um, November, December, we're going to do a grassroots school. Okay? And myself and a couple of other political strategists are going to take several weeks and we're going to do a series on how to be an effective grassroots campaigner. And this is eligible. You can do this through uh, local races. You can do it issue races, getting stuff on the ballot. You can do this on the federal level, state level. Um, We'll do Q&A sessions. So... If you've ever wanted to do it or you've done it and want to hone your skills or, hey, what can I do differently, come with come with talking points about what you've done, number one. Um, what strategy you used, if you want to share it. If not, that's fine, too. And ways that you can improve, we'll gladly talk about that. And I'll give you some tips. I will give you some tips. Chip's going to give you some tips, uh, some others. We're going to bring a, uh, this is going to make everybody laugh, but a Democrat strategist. We're going to bring her on and let her talk about what her strategies are and what she does. Um, The reason we're going to bring her on is because she has been (laughs) my head-to-head opponent in several races. Are we allowed to ask her if if they lie as one of their strategies? I can tell you that she does. All politicians lie. I can tell you that Jackie does not. Jackie is as straight okay, as they no, come. I'm just, I'm just saying politicians, not the strategists. But you can ask if well, that was kind of being. I was being stupid because everybody knows that the Democrats lied this last you election. Can ask. She I'm does not. Listen, I've worked with this woman since we both began in politics in official capacities, and I'm going to tell you she has always been straight up with me. I've always been straight up with her. She has shared information with me that could have gotten her booted from the DNC. I've shared information with her that could have gotten me booted from the RNC. I mean, you're talking about John McCain made a promise two years ago. Now, I'm not talking about who runs his campaigns or whatnot, but John McCain stood there two years ago and campaigned on repeal and replace. Now, twice, he's voted no. At this juncture, he so, doesn't care. At this juncture, he don't care. He he's not He's not going to live long enough. He lied. Enough. Yes. It doesn't matter. Um, he lied to his constituents. It. He lied to the country. Yes. And I think that's abominable. If he's well, going to go out of the American people that are paying him to do it. How much do you think how much do you think the tumor had to do with that? I don't think it has anything to do with it at all, really. I think he's doing it because he hates Trump. He hates Trump's policies, and he will do anything to stop Trump from going forward. Well, that's what I think. 
He's been a bitter fella. Yeah. <laughs> I made a comment about him, you know, that he doesn't he likes people who aren't captured. Uh, Part listen. of it is that frontal lobe where the tumor is in the frontal lobe and when yeah. you have Alzheimer's. That's probably when cancer. John McCain got the tumor was when Trump said that about him. Oh wow. Oh I'm sure that the tumor I'm sure the tumor did know this, right? Tammy's trying to speak. All right, I'm sorry, Tammy. <laughs> okay. Anytime you have anything in that frontal lobe, cancer, Alzheimer's, it right. makes you more aggressive, it makes you mean. It's yeah. bad, hey. bad, bad. Jill. Are you right? Your, 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 is your frontal lobe Happened working properly? I think you're funny. Ha ha. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, it's true. So, I just no, get I get, get really perturbed. I don't because what happens is we get on at something and like pri- the privacy issues came up, and you know it just kind of like fell by the wayside. It's like, well, I guess we're all just going to have to tolerate it, you know. And this pisses well, no, this makes me really mm-hmm. angry. There's well, not a don't... lot that does, but this does. This makes this, me really, really angry. This is the Boy, issue. I don't use a cell phone. Okay, I, I'm gonna, and and I'll point this out in a second. Let, let's wrap this point up about John McCain. But John McCain has been bitter since he got his butt handed to him by George W. Bush. Okay, and then when he came out afterwards and he ran, everybody in the Republican uh, establishment knew that he was the sacrificial lamb. If you'll notice, anybody that went on his campaign, whether it was at a state level, whether it was at the federal level, in his inner circle, if you'll notice, none of the party elders or people that had experience under their belt went to his campaign. Not Mm -hmm. only that, when they drafted Sarah Palin for vice president, he and his staff were awful to her. Say what you want to say about Sarah Palin, Right. She was there for the right thing, but they were awful to her, and they were the ones that were leaking all the information right. that came out. That's right. I bet. So he's a well, dirty bastard and has been a dirty bastard from way back. Well, like Trump says, you know, he likes people in the military that don't get captured. Well, now I'm going to tell like you something. That particular, that particular comment – as related to John McCain, most people don't realize that he was about to be kicked out of the military anyway when he got when he was captured. Okay, his military record sucked. But you said he was that he was butt hurt, and yes, he has now, been since that happened. Towards now, Trump. I don't because I mean, Barbara was saying, you know, why why is this all happening? Why is he being so anti-Trump? Well, that's my opinion anyway. I think that's when. McCain said oh, it, he didn't care what happened, that if Trump won, he was going to be anti-everything the man tried to pass. I think McCain that's the decision Obama. he made. McCain kissed Obama's ass for eight years. Yeah, so, he did. You know, yeah, he did. I'm sorry, he's a liar. He's a he rhino. was also involved in the Gang of Eight. Well, I'm I'm not listen. I'm not 100% opposed to the Gang of Eight. At least the concept behind it was to try and get things done. Now, has it been successful? No, not really. But the concept behind the Gang of Eight. I mean, there's nobody in their right mind that can stand up and say, "Well, the idea of the Gang of Eight sucked." No, it really doesn't. And I think that that what Trump is doing 
from a perspective of willing to cross the aisle, if Republicans won't give me this, then I'm willing to go work with Democrats. I think that that's been missing since early on in George Bush's term, um, yeah. really so since Ronald Reagan. But uh, Clinton crossed the aisle with Republicans and got uh, welfare reforms. Yeah. Well, those, yes, welfare, those welfare reforms got suspended under Obama. Well, if you notice, Trump has ordered the Department of Human Services to put that stuff back into effect. Reestablish uh, it, right? I did notice that. And I got to hang on just a second. I'm going to read something to y'all. I mean, that was a human. It was Clinton and Newt Gingrich who did that, and that was a big deal. The thing I think I sent it to you, the hundred things Trump's already, good things that Trump's already done since being in office. Yeah. I mean, I can look it up again. I think I sent it to you by me- just to you by messenger. I'm thinking I could be wrong. Okay. I could be wrong. No, you're right Sometimes about the uh, tumor moving because my father died of a subdural hematoma. Okay, so and when it would move and press on a nerve, he would go insane. I mean, I mean, really insane. So, so, and then when the pressure eased, he was okay again. So, so this letter, my uh, my older brother gets mail here. And, again, he may not like me putting this out there, but he's a junkie, so who cares? He uh, he receives food stamps. And he got this letter, and he, he had messaged me and asked me to open any mail he gets and let him know if it's important. So I open this letter and I read it, and I just have to chuckle. So far, since Trump has become president, there has been $12 billion in the food stamp program saved. Okay? And after I read this letter, we're going to talk about how that has occurred. Dear SNAP participant, we want to inform you of an important change in the SNAP program. Starting January 1, 2018, you or any household member between the ages of 18 through 49 may be considered an able-bodied adult without dependents. (laughs) An able-bodied adult without dependents is an able-bodied adult between the ages of 18 to 49, which is redundant, but okay, without dependents in the household and can only be eligible for three months of SNAP benefits in a three-year period unless they participate in the SNAP work requirement. Beginning January 1st, the ABAWD SNAP work requirement will be to work or volunteer at least an average of 20 hours per week, 80 hours per month or more, or participate in a qualified training program for an average of 20 hours per week, 80 hours a month or more. Qualified training programs are offered through the Tennessee Department of Labor and Workforce Development and can be a program under Workforce Innovation and Opportunity Act including any service which organizes education, training, and other services to meet the particular needs of an individual in a manner that accelerates the educational and career advancement of the individual. A program under Section 236 of the Trade Act of 1974, for example, training for a specific career path or attendance in adult basic education training classes. ABAWD participants will only be eligible to receive SNAP for three months in a 36-month period or three-year period, 
beginning January 1, 2018, unless they are participating in the SNAP workforce requirement or subject to an exemption. This means that your SNAP benefits could end or be reduced by April 2018. If you have any questions concerning ABAWD qualifications or need clarification concerning exemptions, talk to your SNAP caseworker or the Family Assistance Service Center, blah, blah, and yada, blah. Now, here was <laughs> here was something that oh, struck me. Okay, they're going to lose their minds. Did they not have a workforce program in Tennessee before now? They did, and just like every other state in the union, it was suspended under Obama. They granted waivers to yeah. all fifty states. Well, I, I beg to differ because yep. every state handles handles their own, and Indiana's had theirs ongoing for years. And I tell you what. Here's what I want you to do, because I expected you to say that when I researched this, okay? Number one, I don't talk out of my ass. I research well, things I'm just telling I you, anything. they're still Number doing two, it. go to the website and the Department of Labor and Workforce Development, and you're going to find that that program was suspended and waivers granted for every state in the union, meaning they all accepted them. There may have been – now, here's the difference, and this is where people make the mistake. There is also a program – that is called Families First. It's okay. different in every state. Ours is called Workforce One. Listen to me. I'm aware that it's different in every state. It all follows under Temporary Assistance for Needy Families. It's called TANF, and that doesn't change from state to state because that's federal. The right. only time that it was enforced, the only time it was enforced in any state in the Union under President Obama was if the people received cash benefits. If you received food stamps only, it was not enforced. Okay. He thought it was okay for people to sit on their ass now, and collect money. I'm not gonna. Here's, I'm not gonna dis- disagree with you over the phone because it it just doesn't. Well, there's no I'm telling you that's not right. Case. And go to the website anyway. So now. Here's the issue. $12 billion has been saved in the food stamp program since Trump took office. Why is that? So I went looking state by state and found that in the top five of states is my very own state. Okay, A friend of mine by the name of Stacy Campfield, a former senator and state legislator, introduced a bill three years ago that requires all families, that receive any kind of benefits in this state to submit to drug tests. Mm-hmm. Now, the drug tests are not mandatory. If you don't want to sign up for benefits, you don't have to take a drug test. If you sign up for benefits, you must take a drug test. So what happens mm-hmm. is a lot of these people have went in, they can't pass the drug test, so they just decline to take the drug test, and they don't get the benefits. <laughs> so our state has saved the decline in food stamps across the country is actually on the decline in states that have the drug test requirements. Now, in other states, California, Illinois, several of the northeastern states, food stamp use is on the rise because what they did is they went in and lowered, they used the federal poverty level, but states have certain discretions on how they can distribute funds. So they lowered 
several of the requirement levels to make more people eligible to increase their block grants. Now, Tennessee is one of the states that's keeping the same amount of block grants, and they are guilty of trying to get people to sign up. I mean, they will go out and recruit you to sign up. Oh, my Lord. Unless you're a white male with family, and then you make $6 too much in the previous year to do anything. But, but uh, you don't have uh, to be a white white male in Indiana to have that happen. So Turn down you, because I made $3 more. <laughs> there so you go. The issue at hand, for me anyway, with this program, is number one, if they're going to distribute it, you need to do it at the local level, at the state level. States are allowed to and before anybody jumps in my throat and says the states can administer the program. Yes, the states can administer the programs. But the states are hamstrung by the federal by the federal guidelines and statutes. There are some things they cannot do. For example, they cannot force somebody to get a job. Used to you could. Under Bill Clinton, I'll give Clinton this. Under him in the early years of the Bush administration, you got a benefit total of two years. If you hadn't done anything in two years, your butt was kicked off for five. Yeah. Okay? They don't do that anymore. And in Michigan, I'll give Michigan props. In 1993, they cut taxes in their state. Okay? Everybody said it's going to lead to all these problems. Now, in Detroit, it did lead to problems because Detroit chose not to follow through, and they they have all kinds of problems. But the rest of the state began to improve. Benefit usage went down when they were forced to go to work. Same in Tennessee. We had the issue where, for a while, people were being forced to do stuff so they would do it so that they could feed their families. I have no problem with that. I have no problem with this letter that came in the mail. Why but, should I go to work? Did you notice or? that the uh, that the, it says if you're if you're an able-bodied male or not an able-bodied individual, whatever, however it was worded. Uh, it didn't address anything that where people have children to feed, it doesn't, and it doesn't those are the ones to, that are going to get it. doesn't need to address it. Do not need to make exceptions for people that have children. You know what? If you And it does address the children, too, as a matter of fact. Um, let me see what because I they make They get more with each kid that they have. Uh, trust me, I know I told <laughs> I told a 21-year-old that had seven kids that she needed to sew her shit up and keep her legs closed. Um, if you are 16, let's see, at the beginning of it, it says, uh, if you, starting January 1st, you or any household member between the ages of 18 through 49 may be considered an able-bodied adult without dependents. So it does say without dependents in the household, and I do know that the I do know that it is governed a little differently with individuals that are have children. I know the way it works here is they will give they will give the food stamp level for the children and then cut the adults out. So, for example, let's say you're receiving five hundred dollars a month in food stamps. And this is simply for math purposes. This isn't how it works. We're just doing it for math. And it's $100 per person in the household per month. Well, if both adults aren't following the program, then they cut $200 out, and it becomes $300. So they won't lose the benefits for the kids. 
Now, does that yeah. translate into the kids getting the benefits? Usually not, just to be honest. I have seen so much stuff with that that it just amazes me. Okay? I think, and, and I know that they're trying this in Arizona, I think you ought to order your groceries online. They ought to be shipped to your house. It has to be to your address that's listed on your case. Yeah, Walmart. And, yeah, Walmart. Walmart. Uh, you know, Walmart. Walmart, you know, whatever. Buy your stuff online. Okay? And I'm a, free, I'm a freedom kind of person. But when you receive government benefits, okay, and for those of you that are on Social Security, don't go jumping out of your skin on this one because it doesn't apply to you. But if you receive SNAP benefits, if you receive uh, cash payments through the uh, whatever whatever your state calls it, here it's called Families First, and they pay you, if you've got kids and you're a single parent, they'll pay you X number of dollars a month. They'll give you a gas stop and a few other things. Um, if you're receiving those benefits, you do give up a right to choice. Because when you choose to accept yeah. the, the government, the government teat or the taxpayers' money, the taxpayers ought to be able to put some limits on that money. And I know this is going mm-hmm. to create a debate, and that's what this program is about. But listen, I think if you receive food stamps, they ought to limit what you can buy. I don't think you should be able to walk in the store and buy T-bone steaks. I just don't. Now I know Jill disagrees with that, uh, but. I think if you're on the government teat, you live by the rules of the taxpayer. And how many you know, taxpayers? You know, you're not allowed to How many taxpayers? I'll give you all an example. A few weeks ago, I went to the store and uh, bought some groceries. And when I bought the groceries, I got some ribeye steaks. I like ribeye steaks on the grill with some uh, teriyaki marinade overnight, and uh, bought two ribeye steaks. $28 for two of them bad boys. Well, wow. found out that when I invited one of my sons over and he was going to do some work, we'll work for food type deal. And <laughs> my other son, who is a steak hog, found out. And he's like, I'm coming over. So can't tell your son no. So I'm like, okay, got to run to Publix and get some more steaks. Well, got two more. Pretty steaks, let me tell you, pretty. And $37 for those steaks. Okay? Wow. So just for four steaks to feed uh, me, which, you know, I had to taste test all the other steaks that come off the grill. <clears throat> Get a little extra extra steak there. Uh, anyway, just for those, those four going. steaks, just for those four steaks, you're looking at almost $70. Now, if somebody on food stamps makes that purchase, remember, does anybody know how much a person in food stamps gets per week? Does anybody know? I think they charge by the month. It's not paid out they go by, by the week. It's paid out by the month. I'm well aware. Right. I'm saying. I think, I any, think the max is $200, so I'm assuming. If, if a person, I, I'm going to save you all the trouble. For, for all of you individuals that are on are on Facebook all the time. You should have seen this about a year ago. They did what was called the Food Stamp Challenge. Okay? Now, the Food Stamp Challenge was that the average person gets $35 a week 
for themselves in food stamps. So could you live on $35 a week doing this food stamp challenge? (laughs) And this food stamp challenge was done. Now, no, most of us don't want to live on that. But my point is, is that if you buy those four steaks in one day, you've taken up two persons' entire budget for the week. So, I think they need to focus on, um, instead of trying to manage what people buy, I think they need to fo- put the focus on getting people that are able-bodied, like that letter said, to work. Because, you know, the reason I sit silent and don't really say a whole lot when it comes to this issue is because if you're a taxpayer and you've worked... 38 years of your life or you've worked however many years of your life and paid in and then you need something at some point in time as a bounce back effect because most that's what most people do then there is nothing absolutely nothing wrong with that but that's why I have a problem with people just blanket because there are people who abuse the system just blanket trying to make a generalization that it's all that that everybody that does it it's all bad they're all just trying to suck off the teat of uh, is the way you put it and that's that's malarkey okay so Ted Cruz right, said it right on. it's meant to be like a trampoline effect it's designed to help people that are in a in a difficult situation and that's pretty much probably happened to all of us at some point in time in our lives to, yes, to preach back. the preach and get on your feet. Okay, so then let's go. Let, let's let's take that statement right there and let's run with it. Okay, so number one, whether you're on hard times or not, it's still the government teat. End of discussion. Aren't you okay. paying into the government? Secondly, Isn't yes, it I your do. money you're paying in? But here's my question. That's not here's, the government teat. Jill, that is money you've paid in. Oh, absolutely not. It's still the government teat. I'm a teat. taxpayer. Because, because. Because let let let's let's use that. Okay? If somebody's not working and, and they just don't want to work and they're playing games like a lot of the a lot of minorities will do. I've heard the my, videos. I've seen the videos. Listen to me right that now. It's not me. only it is not only minorities. There I know that. As, I'm not. I'm just saying. I've just seen as, some of the videos where they sit up. Some black woman sitting there talking about how. Oh, Lord, oh, Lord, oh, Lord, oh, Lord. She said black woman. Oh, Lord. I did. Why? Jill? Because it why? was a video of a black I'm not going to sit here and lie and say it was a white woman. Jill. Jill? I don't care what color Jill? that they are. Well, you, you felt, I you felt the need to crap. say minority. The video was of a black lady. I was trying to say minority as opposed to skin color. So that it didn't cause a rift, okay? The point I'm trying to make is it was a video, and the girl just went on and on about how she's expecting all this stuff from the government because that's what—that's all she's ever known. She never worked a day in her life. Oh but that's goodness. not the truth oh, for everyone that ever has to try to get on food stamps. So there has to be a line drawn. It doesn't here's the problem. everybody the same way is what well, I'm saying. Well, it may not, but here's the deal. Yes, abuse is rampant. 
Okay. Well, Several, so, so you got a few. You got a, a bunch of bad it's apples, not a few. and it's they not screw a few. it up for the people that do the right thing. You're exactly when right. When do we get we get away from that mentality? Because then you have to protect. Then you have to protect the taxpayer. Because if you've got people abusing it, and if it was millions of dollars of abuse across the country, that'd be one thing. That'd be a drop in the bucket, and fine, you weed those people out. But we're not talking millions of dollars of abuse in this program. We're talking billions of dollars of abuse. And this is the deal. And and I've said this from day one, and I'll continue and to say it. And that's fine. But you know what? Around every other corner, you've got somebody that is using it rightfully, has the right. They've been well, a taxpayer. They've paid in. And if they have fallen on hard times, they have every right to utilize whatever programs are available to them. Mm-hmm. To get I, help I, and get and to move on and from what I don't from what disagree. Happened. But wait a minute, Mister Jill, are you saying that the ones who don't pay into taxes shouldn't be allowed? Yeah, to be owned and health uh, welfare. Let them get a job. Okay. I don't want to put you on the prayer list. And I want you to send me three easy payments of forty nine ninety five, <laughs> and I'm going to get you the help that you need. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Okay. So, so let's okay. Let's take what Jill just said, and let's let's uh, let's run with that one. Well, I I mean, you know, if we don't start brainstorming and thinking of of potential solutions, it's just going to be the same old same old thing to complain about. You know, I have a daughter. Send me three easy payments, and you won't have to worry about welfare and Obamacare no more. Send you what? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Who is this person? I'm t- is that Mark? No. This is the Reverend Leroy Dugood. <laughs> he's he's our Southeast Texas buddy. Reverend Leroy Dugood? Don't you remember yes, him? Reverend Leroy Dugood. Say it again. They did sound so good coming from you. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Lord. <laughs> 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 Bill, you don't have any cotton stalks at your house, do you? Any what? You don't have any cotton stalks at your house, do you? I still did not hear you over the laughter. I'm sorry, Tammy. <laughs> you don't have any cotton stalks at your house, do you, with, with cotton no, balls on No, I just got that one picture I put up on the on the website. Okay, so That's back a pretty to our picture, topic. too. I don't care what anybody says. A cotton field is one of the most beautiful things with a sunset behind it that I have ever seen. But whatever. <laughs> a there were those, those, oh, those that would definitely disagree with that assessment, but okay. Yeah, uh, she need more prayer than I thought. Back to more the back, sakes, Come on, back you know. To the, back this to the is point nature again. we're talking about here. Don't use the anything else. What? So I have. So I have a daughter. Okay. Now, those of you that have met Marissa. You'll find that she is a positively entertaining <laughs> young lady. <laughs> and But she's never going to work a day in her life. She may be able to go to McDonald's and clean the clean the lobby. And, How old you know, is Marissa? She'll be 13 in April. Why would you and make that? Why would you make that declaration about her now? Because she's my daughter, and I know that she has a developmental disability that will prevent her from doing that. Okay. I'm sorry I wasn't aware of that. Thank you for clarifying. So I know that she's never going to be able to work. Well, I also know that's a lot. I also sorry. know that having dealt with Social Security and her, with her 
for the past 12 years. Yeah. That in order for her to be able to use my benefits or her mother's benefits, um, we cannot give her assistance when she turns 18. Okay. Oh. Not allowed to. We can we can assist her. We can't even provide her a place to live because if we provide her a place to live, it's considered an asset, and we have to set her up in her own place, which we will do. We're we're teaching her now to to get to that point. Right. But the thing that I am saying is that when she gets to that age, under the current guidelines of this program, <laughs> she will collect about $50 worth of food stamps a month. Okay? Now, not a lot. Okay. I mean, especially with how she eats, she eats worse than the 13-year-old, the 14-year-old boy. But the issue that I'm trying to make is that there are those that do need it, yes. I will acquiesce to that point. However, they are the ones that generally get screwed by the system because the ones that are abusing it, going out here and having 15 kids so they can get $9 million in food stamps. Um, you know, it's just... That much. That you, Lord, you, well, Jesus, help, Lord, help. I got 17, you know. And, well, you know, <laughs> Texas is proud, I guess. But you've got... You, you have... I do think that if you choose to accept government benefits, that you give up the expectation and the right to have full control over what those benefits are done for. And before anybody says one word about paying in, if you average the average person's working life with the upper middle income, and and we'll use the upper middle income when calculating this, the tax benefit that is paid in versus the benefits taken out, this includes Social Security, any type of tax that is paid in, your usage of that system will exceed, if you live to your life expectancy, will exceed anything that you paid in way before you ever stop using those benefits. Now, that is not a jab. That's the way the system is set up. That's the way it is. That is why Social Security will not be here when I retire, which is why I don't rely on Social Security for when I retire. Well, that's okay. that's um, fine. That's fine. There are... There, but you know, the on, on the other Jill, hand, there are there are people in high places that uh, believe that Social Security definitely can become solvent with enough government regulations uh, and that's a pipe being dream eliminated. And not gonna pipe dream and not going to happen. Well, hello, I, host. I hate to hear that. It's a pipe I think dream. It needs, to, it needs to happen. They it need needs to, to get go rid away. of a lot of government regulations. You're right. Social Security needs I, to go away. Should have never been here to begin with. Go ahead, Roddy. Yeah, you got time for a short-winded uh, comment? I do. Well, it's kind of a kind of a story. Uh, I live around Mustang, Oklahoma, and uh, every time I go into the local Walmart, uh, there seems to be uh, a lot of personnel up on the produce aisle with their carts, and it's hard to navigate uh, through there. So finally, I got irate enough to send a friendly email to the main office because you can't get a hold of the manager there for for some reason. And finally, the store manager told me. And I said, yeah, it's hard to navigate through there because you get so many employees in their carts stocking or something. 
And they said, no, uh, there could be uh, shoppers. I'm like, huh? What's a shopper? I'm a shopper. Oh, well, people buy online, and they, they got a pickup. Uh, have you have you seen this, like the drug Delivery store? Delivery service, yep, yep. Yes, right. because yeah. I, you drive up, I utilize it. And, okay. they, and, the, and they shop for are you You're one of those people, huh? Are you the problem? I am. <laughs> no, I am but, uh, one of those. You're the problem. <laughs> this, particular, this particular store, it is a cluster mess to walk in the, uh, the milk, dairy, anywhere in there because of this, I guess, the program. And also, they're stocking at the same time. But I was wanting to well, take that into another situation. I, I don't mind paying a lot of people, uh, if I if I was paying for it, to stay at home and not work because it's the people that do work that are what what's being called uh, as they're intellectually zombies or something. They destroy more companies and cause more problems because they are there. Because they're forced into it by, you could call it social promotion. They just don't have the mental capacity to do the job. So I, I would rather pay a lot of people to stay home just so I can get better, faster service. What do you think? Part of me would agree, except for one thing. I'm okay with, with people that are not intellectually up to the challenge, not being in the workforce. As a matter of fact, trust me, after today you will hear me complain about that because my work job, yeah, I just wanted to reach out and touch some people like AT&T does. But uh, I agree with that to the extent of, yes, they can stay home from the workforce. I don't care about that. But they should do something to earn what benefits they get. And I think by volunteering at your local humane society, volunteering to pick up trash on the side of the road, volunteering at the whatever, I do think you need to do something. And you can you can always put inept people to work volunteering, picking up trash. And there's always trash alongside the roads that need to be picked up. So there are, you, things are you in a position that for prisoners to do? Are you, no, most, are you in a position case. that you hire people? Do I hire people? I have, yes. Have you experienced uh, what I'm experiencing as I imagine myself as being the boss of where I work and I can see the the damage that a lot of people who are supposedly trained to do the job, they come in, they don't do the job properly. They do more damage than they do making the boss money. Have you experienced that? It's hard to find competent workers. Yes and no. Yes, in the fact that you have to be very selective. But I have a process that I started long ago that I use when hiring people. Okay? And just to give a nutshell of the process I use, I don't ever want to meet that person until I've seen a resume. I want to see paper. What have you done? Okay? And yes, everybody can embellish a resume. I get it. But I want to look at your paper first. Okay? And I want you to tell me, and I do require cover letters. And when I tell people a cover letter, I don't want the standard spiel about what you can do for my company. Tell me about you, you, personal you. Um, If I got a vibe from the personal you section, then we went to the next step. If I didn't, well, bye-bye. And I found that by using that process, I weeded out a lot of issues. And then the second process, when I did hire people, 
when I was a restaurant manager and I was responsible for bringing people in, I would make them their first week there. The only thing they ever did was either scrub potatoes or clean baseboards for an entire week. That's all you did. You cleaned something. If after that week you stuck around, that probably meant you really wanted your job and appreciated it. And then I took the time to train you, and I trained everybody. I didn't delegate that to anybody else. I did it. So on that level, I had a lot of success, and my turnover rates when I took over went way down in all the stores that I had, and I had 42 of them. Okay. In later years, more recently, I have found that with the generation of kids coming up, or young adults, either way you want to look at it, coming up, have an entitlement mentality. Well, yep. just because they've got this, they ought to have this job. What your, well, what your company do for me? That ain't how that works. And we're doing a project now, for those of you that don't know, called Secret Sleepers. Okay? And it's basically a hotel secret shop thing that we're putting in place. Well, I have had over 500 applications put in. And in that application process, there are, in the very first step, there's a little thing in there that says, what interests you about this job? It's not anything big. It's just this This is the first level. Hey, look at this. Kind of see the responses I get. <laughs> One of the things that we need in the secret sleeper system is people that pay attention to detail. We We intentionally left that an unrequired field. But if you don't fill that field in, I don't even look at your application. I look at that field. If there's something there, you get a second look. If there's nothing there, automatically delete it. I send you an email that says your application is incomplete, and if you would like to reapply, you can. Uh, otherwise, your application will not be processed and delete it. Anybody want to guess how many of those I've had to do over the past two weeks? Out of 500? Well, you said it was going to weed a whole bunch of people out, but that wasn't the reason why. Well, phase two will weed even more out. Phase one, I have deleted 360 as of today out of 500 because they chose not to fill in that little section. So you're down to 140 people. We are. And I'm assuming when I send out the second phase, that will knock out most of the rest of them, yes. Well, let me ask you this. Yeah. Now, you, you didn't ex explicitly say it, but I think I can feel it from you. How much of them were rejected, not only because of that, but because their uh, explanations or the writing was uh, sloppy? Um, of the well, of the three of the 360 that were out, they just didn't fill in the the application. Of the remaining 140, there are probably 60 or 70 that, um, if I didn't have a a second level to let them go ahead and try, I would have kicked them out already, yes. So that would put me down to probably 70 applications. Well, we are only uh, what I call a universal English, you know, public school. And you don't have to have proper grammar, but if I can't read your letters and I can't make an eight from a three, I mean, come on. What do you what do you expect the customers are gonna? Well, you know? and and you've got a point there, which you know that's part of the drawbacks to computers. Most people type. Now I will tell you, and and the boss lady can confirm this. 
my handwriting is atrocious. Now, it is a proven fact the smarter you are, the worse your handwriting is. So, therefore, we all know I'm smart. <laughs> but, okay. Or you just didn't pay attention in class when it came oh, to Oh, no, I paid writing. attention. Oh. Uh, I paid attention when I first started, uh, when I first had made the decision to go to nursing school. One of the things they teach you is to make sure that you can't, your signature cannot be duplicated. Well, that's, so, uh, yeah, I get that. For I, turned, I started writing in chicken scratch. And then I was like, hey, this is so much easier to do. So I just started writing worse chicken scratch than I already do. If I want somebody to, do, to it's not easy to read. If I want somebody to be able to legibly read me, I have to print it or type it. Otherwise, the only person that can read my handwriting is me and I can only read it half of the time. But the the point I, that you're trying to make, I well, get it. You said smarter people. It just cracks me up. It's true. The smarter you are, the worse your handwriting is. They've, they've done On studies. what basis do you gather that that's true? Jill, go look up the studies. You don't have to take it from me. Go look up the studies. They're out there. Okay, I'll be happy to do that. I'll look up the studies. Now, notice I didn't say if you had great penmanship, you were dumb. Now, I don't know if the studies verify that or not, but if you have good penmanship, I'm just saying, you may want to go get an IQ test. Well, your call is political. Um, <laughs> there's a lot of topics. I would like to say... I don't like it, but I will pay a little bit of respect to uh, Anthony Weiner and people that when they send stuff intentionally, they say their computer was hacked or whatever. Because <laughs> I, I I used to despise, like when I was dating, I, I've changed a lot over the years, but these people that constantly send uh, stuff you can't understand, no punctuation, on their smartphone. Yeah. And, and they'll say, well, it's a spell check. I'm like, don't you have the ability to read it before you hit that send button? So, you know, my my hat's off a little bit to those who say, well, I got hacked, you know. At least have a good excuse because when when you get back stuff you can't understand constantly, it's like, you're an idiot. So, uh, (laughs) anyway. Their excuse is laziness. Yeah, we're going to put all the illiterate folks on the prayer list. All the illiterate folks. Mm. <laughs> what, an, what an eclectic group this evening. What an eclectic group. You got that right. Well, and, and, and we, have managed, we have managed not even to cover any of the topics that I had on the agenda for this evening. I know. So, uh, can, can I talk about Jill's favorite guy, Cruz? Had a different plan. Wow. Hey, oh, 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 yes, wait a yes, minute. you may. Well, now wait a minute. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Because this is going to get a Ted Cruz battle going. But, Jill, uh, well, I'm going to tell you, if you, if you, get, if you get too worked up, I'll have to mute you. All right, go ahead. It's on topic. Uh, what we were just talking about, kind of, sort of. Uh, he, uh, you know this little brief Twitter thingamajiggy about liking something? Yeah, the porn well, that, stuff that, that is. That, that, like. The, the end all be all. I, I'm sorry, but the end all be all in the name on the Twitter page is Ted Cruz. Well, he owned that. So, I mean, he said that that you know it was sent out on him, and he owned that one. But see what, what you, I mean? What are we talking There's about? No are you talking about the smut? Well, it's I'm talking porn, about how. But yes, stuff the porn is that what you're talking and, about? Oh, yes, come on, Jill. Jesus, 
That is. I'm talking about the debacle. Okay. Well, I'll tell you what. Well, I'll tell somebody, you what. somebody else did it. Somebody did this. Somebody did no, that. No, it was one of his. The it was one of his staff. It was one of his staff. And you know, if he, the way I know him, what he did was he sat down, talked with the individual, and got their side of it, and and made the determination that whatever they, when they hit a particular button, it was a like button or whatever. Um, or it, I don't know what it was, whether it was a like button or if it was the share button, because you can retweet stuff real quick, and, it, and apparently that's what it was. It was a retweet. Well, but, but my point is to even allow, to for that to even happen tells me that he wasn't overseeing what he created or allowed to happen. Now, so they now hang on. plausible. Hang on a million. second. Because having been a haven't been in politics for a long time, I can tell you that most candidates never, ever look at their Twitter. They never look at Facebook. They never looked at MySpace. They, hell, they don't even look at their website because their schedules just don't allow it. Because candidates, senators, congressmen, presidential candidates, from the time they get up to the time they go to bed, they're they're hopping and stepping. That's why they hire people to do that stuff. Now, on the flip side of that, you are right. Because at the end of the day, his name's on the account, and he's ultimately responsible. Responsible, exactly. So, well, that thank you. But I go back to horn. using Ronald Reagan. Remember Ronald Reagan? Uh, I don't. He wasn't the best. He was a good guy, but he said it. No, I'm the blame. You come to me. I mean, I know somebody else did it, but uh, well, and Ted took responsibility. I'm responsible. I'm in charge here. Yeah. He well, did. I mean, you know, I, it. I mean, it was what it was, and the fact of the matter is, and I will tell you, uh, I, I mean, you know, Fabian's absolutely right that the vast majority of time that they don't have access to or spend any time on social media through Facebook and Twitter. However, I will say this, that there are times when he he has read it, and I, but I believe it's more like, I think he did a lot more of it when he was running for president, and I think he did more of it um because it's such it, that's such a large uh political scenario if you will or platform um it was during the Obama administration when Obama campaigned and in fact you know there were a lot of the same strategies used that Obama did during Well I'll try to yeah, this is a family show I'll try to be specific without being too uh, explicit That's fine that's fine I, I, well, I understand I think this is not necessarily original, but I do think the the uh, liberals were upset that he liked something that was uh, not uh, man and man. You know, he, he's not a cuck. You know, but that's all I got to say about that. <laughs> I still believe there's that word. He's up the devil. He's up the devil. He's there's not a word. What well, first of all, what, wait a minute. What he said, and and that's inside the gay community. That's actually a term. The what the term that he used, and he said that the only reason the libtards were upset that it had been retweeted or whatever it was is because it was of a straight <laughs> straight couple and not a gay couple. Oh, oh, okay. Thank you, because uh, I didn't understand what he was trying to say. Um, yeah. You know, the bottom line is, I'll just tell you straight up, okay, because if you don't know of Ted, if you don't know enough about him, I will just tell you that he is a Christian man, period. And so 
Now, has but he's still yeah, a man. Yeah, uh, Hang Sundays. on, but he's still a man, okay? And so whatever that they've done or not done, you know, they're going to have a higher authority to answer to. So, well, I don't know. I, I was seeing a meme During today. the presidential election, when I worked his campaign as part of the cruise crew, <laughs> I'll okay. tell you that cruise my experience, crew. let me just say this, and, I, and I'll be done. I, I did not ever, ever witness any situation, time, scenario where Ted had lied. And well, yes, that, was, yes, that where... was the picture that was portrayed of him. And so, you know, I mean, there's some angst that I still have left over with regards to, to the president because of that. Okay, and I've seen a think clip today from the Canadian guy Trudeau about being feminist. You know, I, I don't even know what that means. Yeah, mm-hmm. Ted Cruz's picture would be under the definition of that. But but there's a push by politicians to be feminist or. You know, I, I don't like I said. I feel, yeah, be be a man can be a a feminist or one woman's right. I, I didn't a know women were. Yeah, I don't know what's going on in politics or not around Canadian to the north. You know. <laughs> well, Trudeau, Trudeau is. I have often. Well, I can assure you that um, Ted was down in Texas from the age of four. So if you think that makes him. Canadian because he carried a dual citizenship. That's Jill, your business. Ain't nobody, ain't nobody talking about that. It's a dead yeah, issue. Yeah, but that's over. what all that was. No, no, I wasn't. I wasn't going there. But since you brought it up, yeah, his, he is. A, even though he's a man, he is that uh, sensitive type. There is a correlation there with him being Canadian, Canadian guy Trudeau saying the family. You know, he's a very sensitive fellow. He, he is. A, <laughs> He is a sensitive fella, but he, and he had a right to be on a couple of things. Well, let me he, he tell had you a right something. to be. Let me tell you something. There's something real sexy about sensitive men who have the 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 gumption about them to pray with you, and that he does. Okay. That's all I'm you. gonna say. He ain't got no power. Good, you give me well, respectfully. As a what I call a man of God, but don't 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 test me on that. Is why Donald Trump is president because we were looking for a man. Uh, he doesn't. I mean, he's self-governing pretty much. He's in control, and that's what society needs. They don't need somebody sensitive that say, "I'll pray with you." They need somebody that's going to tell you, "Here's the deal." Here's the okay. deal. Now, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Uh-oh. Hold on. Uh-oh. I got. I know. Okay, hold on. First of all, I will tell you that it takes a, a and, and this isn't directed at Ted, it isn't directed at anybody except for this right here. It does take a true man to say, hey, I'll pray with you, and to bow their head and pray. And I'm going to tell you, I won't fault anybody, whether it be yes, Cruz, whether it be Donald Trump, whether it be anybody else that says, hey, let me pray with you. You, no, you, uh, beautiful I, 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 I agree with you, but however, when, there, when there Jesus no returns in the scriptures, when Jesus returns according to the scriptures, is he going to come back to pray with us, or is he going to come back to clean house? Woo! My God. But when he oh. comes back, <laughs> wow. this, this, this is a topic that, that you and I can discuss 
at another time because I promise you, uh, it, yeah, this, yeah. Anyway, we can yes, discuss yes. that that particular topic at another Perhaps time. Perhaps you should invite him to the Bible program. Uh, so, no, Jim, uh, we will invite you to the Bible program. Oh, you, I'm a part of it. Yeah. She showed up, but she was oh, late. Oh, is she? Oh, she was you late. Up the Bible study. Well, Jill was late. Shame on Jill. I was but listening I did, to your call. I listened call. to the recording just <laughs> after. I was listening to your call through Southeast Texas, actually, and I was waiting for uh, Reverend Leroy Duguid, but he never showed up. He did show up. He was there. He was there. Yes, yes. The the, the Reverend Leroy Duguid is here, and if y'all don't mind, I would like to share a bit of strange news <laughs> with all of you here tonight. Yes. We have breaking news, speaking of the gay community. Yes, Kylie Jenner is pregnant. She's pregnant. Can you believe that? Listen, I'm surprised. I'm surprised all the Kardashians aren't knocked up. She's pregnant, and it's going to be half an Oreo. I've got I would like to get my fellow Christian political friends' uh, opinion on something. Yes, brother. Is that okay? Yes. The floor is yours. Do you, you know a lot of stuff's being pushed in your face, and uh, Satan is a liar. Do you He's think a liar. It, could, it could be Michelle, or it could be the the Williams sisters, but do you think a lot of people we see pranced around as women are really trannies? Well, I considering that question. That ain't, considering the circumstances we're under with what Obama wanted to pass, it wouldn't surprise me much. <laughs> Kelsey, are you there? Train, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Ain't nobody slamming shit fools and I should have to slam black niggas, President. Mm-hmm. What? Jill, I'm, I'm, I'm starting to wonder about you, Jill. Well, I'm going to break for you. I am protected by the hands of Did I just hear what I think I heard? What was that? That's what I thought I heard, I too. Know. I hope you heard from Jesus. But I'm Man. not sure. I said I am protected by the blood if, of Jesus. If, if you're talking about my question, yeah, well, there's a lot of masculine alleged women out there being... No, the the question is that. fine. I, I heard the question, and you know, I've often wondered that myself. What did you so. think you heard, Fabian? No, y'all hang on, hang on, hang on. This is real important. I'm deadly serious. It is 11.52 Eastern Time. Oh, eight that minutes. Eight minutes. Eight minutes. So if the oh, trumpet be word sounded, it's going to sound any time in the next 24 hours. I don't want to do this together. <laughs> <laughs> we got eight but minutes. But you know, I have to say on that that the scripture tells us that no man, not even Jim Wait a minute. Wait a minute. The day they told us the hour when the Son of Man shall return. Now, they joke about this kind of stuff. They it's gave us nine to everybody. Well, well they first of all, what will they do on the great day with the Lord? Y'all, let's all sing together. Let's all sing together. 
When the trumpet of the Lord but of shall the Lord sound, sound, and time shall be no more, and the morning breaks eternal bright back. Oh, yes, thank you. Save the birds shall I'll gather fly in. away, oh, glory. <laughs> I'll fly away. I'll fly away. I got tickets to see well, Charlie Daniels. Hang on. Hang on now. There's a stipulation. Well, on there's, there's moving in me and him. There's hang a what? They didn't tell us. They talk they one at a time. They didn't. They didn't tell us which um, continent or what time. No, that's okay, right. Well, they didn't. The, the 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 Bible does say that no man shall know to the day and the hour of my return. However, yeah. there are context clues. Okay, and as I have said a hundred times, and I'll say a hundred more, the biggest one is a mountain region called the Golan Heights. Yep. Everybody needs to watch that mountain region, Golan Heights. For when that's given up in a piece of cord, then uh, ain't, ain't not a lot of time going to pass after that. Anyway, all right, so. <laughs> okay, wow. Time is running out. Well, the time for the program is actually over. If y'all will let me close it out so that, and then we'll just stay on the call after the recording's done. So let me get the. No, sir. No, sir, it's not over. We're, we're watching. <laughs> We're watching for cheese, but you want recorded. Wow. We're warriors. <laughs> watching you you are warriors? So I'm glad morning Fair on the warriors. 23rd. We shall see Jesus in the air. Coming after you and me. Joy is ours to share. Every <laughs> knee shall bow and every tongue will confess. Well, listen. For those of us that will be raptured up, uh, we say goodbye. To those of you left behind, Jill and Barbara, run the program for Don't us. You start. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I cannot wait. You know, Jesus is really enjoying this program, I think. And I'm, thinking that he's just, I, I'm thinking that the good Lord above is thinking, you know what? Well, everything's done up here, but. Dang, I want to have to put up we with We really Gio need to get those up. poor people out of there. <laughs> no, she's going to, the good Lord's like, you know, Jill going to be coming up here. She's going to be arguing about the three No, no, dogs. no. She's no, going to be no, arguing no. about the fish. Let and me tell you. She's going to be arguing, asking the Lord, why didn't Ted Cruz make it in? Right, why didn't Ted Cruz so make it, Lord? Forward <laughs> to, I am so looking forward to the day when I, when there will be no more arguing and fussing and fighting. And like, well, i tell you what. I tell you what, if I had to declare my weight on this flight, I wouldn't make it. Oh, yeah. Declare your weight <laughs> on this line? If there was a weight on the flight, yeah, I wouldn't make it. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> okay. All there's left is time to live for Jesus. I guess what I should do is whip out, the old, whip out the old Bible here and pull out one of my sermons and get started. I'm talking about weight limit, weight limit, you know. Some planes wow. are only hold, you know, half a tank of fuel, you know. And by the yeah. way, for Dr., the, the, the pastor or whatever from down in Texas, I just wanted to tell you that yes, um, yes. Yes, I man. hope and pray, I hope and pray that, that um, you know, I'll tell you something. One day we'll get to meet and walk down by the shores of the river, George. I think that we're all going to be quite surprised to see who's there and who isn't. 
Boy, ain't that the truth. Hence why I said Barbara can run. Hence why I said Barbara can run the program when we're gone. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> don't don't you worry, Barbara. I still love you, my sister. Yeah, well, instead of ragtag patriots, it's going to become, hello, welcome to the Tribulation Force, Barb and Jill show. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to teach you about what these Tribulation years is going to be like. Yippee. Oh, yeah. No, I no. You know what? I got news for you, folks. I got news for you. I'm going right along. Okay? I'm getting caught up in the air, and I am so looking forward to that. You She's know? gonna take a cruise for Jesus. That's right. Cruise, cruise, gonna cruise up to see the it's Lord. Be the, <laughs> you know what's gonna happen? She's gonna look across from her at judgment. She's gonna be standing on the right hand side. She's gonna look to her left, and who's she gonna see over? But Theodore Cruz. Let me tell you something. I know he's a born again Christian, and I, and I know who say who who led him to the Lord. It was Pastor Wiley, who was from down in I believe Tennessee, if I'm not mistaken. Yes. Because when he was down Pastor there, camping, yes, Pastor Wiley. That's not, that's he not the kind of name that a pastor needs, you know. And he hadn't seen him since. Wow, no, I mean, Pastor Wiley left Texas and went up to, I guess, Tennessee. And and so he literally got tears in his eyes when he saw him in the crowd. So, you guys got to remember something, that just because a person has a heart and shows sensitivity, um, that doesn't mean he doesn't have inner strength and character. It means he does. Okay, everybody, I need everybody to hang on just a minute. So everybody hang on, just be patient. Don't go anywhere. Okay, for those of you that have listened in waiting for political news tonight, well, I do apologize. We kind of got off on a tangent. So we will do another episode. Uh, We'll do an episode tomorrow. We'll do it a little early, a little earlier, so it doesn't interfere with a lot of things. So come join us, 9 p.m. Eastern Time, 8 p.m. Central, and we will do Political Straight Talk, where we'll talk some issues those of you that are on the call, if you want to come and, and be part of the roundtable, you're welcome to. We are going to talk the issues, though. And for those of you that tuned in expecting the issues, well, you got the Political Straight Talk Variety Show. And we appreciate you for tuning in. This program is brought to you by the Wall Street Journal, where you can get the right news at the right time. WSJ.com, upper right-hand corner, Political Straight Talk. You save money, I make money. We're both happy. It's also brought to you till the end of the year by Chick-fil-A, where they didn't invent the chicken, just the chicken sandwich. Have a number one large size with cherry Coke today. And it's also brought to you, selfless plug, Secret Sleepers. You can visit us at Secret Sleepers on Facebook or secretsleepers.us. We want to thank everybody for tuning in. Remember, you've got to stand for something. You'll fall for anything. Freedom isn't free. Thank a soldier for without them, we wouldn't be able to do what we do. Thank the family members of soldiers for without them, we wouldn't have an all-volunteer army. This is the political Superman saying... Have a good night, everybody. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. 
Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.